Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're enjoying this 21 days of prayer. I know that it's really been refreshing for me just to be able to track along with what God's speaking and saying uh, to us as a community. Uh, I know this has been a time where, um, where, man, I really sense that God's doing something uh, truly, truly significant and special in the life of our church. And so uh, not just this 21 days, also this collection of talks on the Holy Spirit. It has been unbelievable. And uh, we really just sense that God's doing something great. And so, uh, man, let's keep pursuing him. Let's keep moving forward. Let's not uh, slow down or back up any. Um, I believe that, uh, that God's going to continue to speak to us. But let me read our, our theme scripture uh, one more time. Um, it's in Galatians chapter 6. It says, uh, verse 7, don't be misled. You cannot, mo- you cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. And then it says, uh, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Um, my assignment today was to chat with you guys for a bit about this idea of a global harvest. Uh, what does that mean? What's, what is a global harvest? Well, here's what the thought is this, is that you know, while God has planted us here in San Francisco in the Bay Area to serve uh, the the amazing people here as a church and to do our best to to reach out to those that do not know Jesus, don't have a personal relationship with God, um, so that we can see a harvest of the Bible calls it a harvest of souls, which basically just means uh, there's a return. We're going to invest the gospel. We're going to invest uh, love and compassion and grace and truth into people's life, and the ROI, the return on that investment, will be that we'll see people come to faith in Christ. We'll see them uh, cross that line of faith and. Uh, start to know God and to find freedom and to discover purpose and make a difference. That harvest uh, in the kingdom is is people coming to to faith in Christ. So, not only will we see that here locally in San Francisco, but the idea that we're praying about today is that God would use our church globally. That we'd have a local heart, but also a global heart. That we'd have a local vision but we'd also have a global vision. I love what Rick Warren says, Pastor Rick Warren down in Southern Cal. He says, we should be a global church. It's this combination, this fusion of global and local. Um, Because we do, we have a responsibility um, to San Francisco and to the people in our own backyard and the people um, that we work with, our coworkers and people at the coffee shops that serve us coffee. We have a responsibility to bring the gospel to them, but we also have a missiological responsibility to the globe, to people all over the world. And, uh, and today we're going to pray about that. And maybe you've never thought about that before, but, um, but man, God has called us uh, to go into all of the world and to, to reach all people um, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's, pe- there's so many people in our world today um, that don't know the Lord, that don't have a relationship with God. And it's, it is our responsibility to uh, to reach those people and to to make them a priority, you know, for us as a church, we uh, we really believe that Matthew chapter twenty eight 
the Great Commission, the very last command, the very last thing that Jesus said, his final words should be our first priority. Let me say that again, that the, that the final words of Jesus, his final words, they should be our first priority. That is that we bring the gospel, we go and we make disciples uh, of, of not just people here, but people all around the world. Let me read it to you uh, over in Matthew chapter 28. I love the passion, passage, uh, excuse me, the Passion Translation. I've been reading that here lately. It's really cool the way that they phrase some of the words, but it says this in Matthew 28. It says, Then Jesus came close to them. These are his disciples. It says he came close to them, and this is what he said. All the authority of the universe has been given to me. Now, wherever you go, wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to faithfully follow all that I have commanded you. And never forget, I love this part, and never forget that I am with you every single day, even to the completion of this age. Um, I, I love that because what Jesus is saying is, guys, uh, he's gathered the, the, the disciples together. He's gathered those leaders, those that are going to continue to spread the gospel. He says, guys, don't just stay right here in Jerusalem. I want you to go into all the nations. I want you to go everywhere, and I want you to make disciples. Notice he doesn't say just, you know, get people to pray some prayer of salvation, but he, he says, I want you to go and you do life with them. You share your life with them and let them watch the way that you live. Let them see your conduct, your character. You invest in them and, and watch how their lives would be transformed. They're going to become disciples or students would even be another word, students of the way uh, of the kingdom. And, um, and, and here's what that says to me. While I know that you and I, we may live in San Francisco and we can't roll over to Africa or Indonesia and stay there for a long period of time. But what we can do is we can do something what I call strategic missions. And that means that we can financially, we can invest in churches, local churches and local ministries all over the world that are on the ground there making a difference. And we can invest our resources into those places because they're going to be there for the long haul. It's not just some quick little short mission trip that we go there and we, you know, hang out with some kids that are maybe in the slums and it kind of makes us feel better. It's, it's way more than that. Those things are great. Sometimes it's good to go get a vision trip because you'll see the brokenness and the pain and the poverty and it'll give you a heart, a burden for those people. And we will do those things from time to time. But I'm really passionate about about praying and financially supporting uh, strategic mission missionaries, strategic mission organizations, and strategic churches that are planted and placed all over the world in, in, in areas where people have not been reached with the gospel and supporting them financially and spiritually through prayer so that they can see people come to know faith, uh, come to know Jesus as their personal Savior. But then those, those people that are there on the ground, they, they can continue to walk with those people, making disciples out of them, teaching them the ways of Jesus, helping them understand what it means to be in the family of God and a part of the kingdom of God. And that's what you, you do as a church. And I just wanted to say, I know this is a little bit of a different podcast because it's not so much focused on ourself individually, but it's, it's really focused externally outside of just our little world, but focused around the world. I wanted to say this as the pastor of our church. Thank you so much for your financial investment into our church, because you not only are giving 
to Sozo Church, you're actually giving through Sozo Church. And we're able to invest in great missionaries and church planners that are going to these other countries and nonprofit organizations that are making a difference. And I just want to say thank you for that because we are, we're seeing a harvest and I'm praying and believing that we're going to see an even greater harvest around the world, that the gospel will be spread, that people's lives will be changed and that souls will be saved. And so today I want us to invest, um, to sow a prayer towards that, 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 that people will come to faith in Jesus Christ globally, that people all over the world will, will begin to see a harvest of souls and, and even pray right now for people within our church to, to, that have been blessed re- with resources to begin to have their hearts stirred to give towards those things and that God would link us up to even more strategic partners so that we can make a strategic difference. And so let's pray for that today and pray, uh, really pray Matthew 28. That, that we as a church and that we would go into all the world, that we would be a, a missions-focused church, that we would be all about bringing the gospel all around the world so that people can come to faith in Christ. So let's pray that God will give us that heart, that He'll stir us up for that today. Okay, pray with me. Father, we love you so much. We thank you for today. I thank you for this focus of this idea of there's a global harvest out there. There's so many people in our world, God. There's so many people in Asia and in Africa and in Europe and South America and Central America. God, there are so many people that they just, they've never heard the gospel. They've never, they've never heard someone tell them the story, the narrative of Jesus and and of a God that loves them and has a plan for their life. And so God, I just pray that you would uh, stir us up as a church and as individuals, as followers followers of Christ, that we would not be just consumed and concerned with our little world and uh, just what's happening in this local context, but that, God, we'd have a global heart, that we would have an expansive heart, that our heart would be bent towards bringing the gospel all around the world, that we wouldn't just have this Americanized kind of idea that this we're just in our little country and our country is great, but, God, we, we want to go all over I pray that our church would be known not for its seating capacity, but its sending capacity. Not not known for being just some big church that has a lot of seats and we fill the seats, but that, God, we'd be known to be a church that is sending out missionaries, sending out resources and money, sending out leaders, leaders that will go and be uh, trained in leadership and equip pastors and equip nonprofit organizations and leaders that are all across the globe so that they, we can make a tangible difference. God, I pray that we'd be a church that would feed the hungry around the world. We'd clothe the naked around the world, God, that we'd provide homes and shelter for the homeless around the world. But God, that we'd also bring the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. God, may we be a church that is a going church, not just a sitting church or a staying church or just a good church, but that we'd be a Matthew 28 going church, that we'd go into all the world and we would make disciples. We teach people how to follow Jesus. God, I pray that you would, you would anoint our church with that, you'd grace our church with that, that we'd have a spirit of evangelism and a spirit of missions on our church. And God, that you would raise up even missionaries within our church, God. You'd raise up um, people within our church that are legacy givers. That is those that want to give their resources to make a to, to leave a legacy globally all around the world, God, reaching people with the gospel and reaching people um, with tangible uh, supplies and needs that they need just to survive and to thrive in life. 
And God, I pray that you would do that in our church. Give us a heart, God, for the world. We want a heart for the world. God, your word says that you so love the world that you gave your only son. You love the world, God. Give us your heart, your compassion, your love for the entire world. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team. Sozo Church gathers every Sunday morning in San Francisco, and we'd love for you to join us. For service times, location, and other info, visit our website at sozo.co or follow along on social media at sozochurchsf.com.